Lemons are a good way to go. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. That's my final statement. End of the thing. End of the show. That's it. Lemons are a good way to go. Lemons are a good way to go. That's it. I'm here. That's that's my ending. That's my ending. Put that on my gravestone. That's all I need. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Behind the Books, a podcast for writers by writers. I'm Larissa. And I'm LJ. This week, we're jumping headfirst into the new year by talking about our writing goals and both of our plans for 2023. We talk way too much about Nano, a little bit about some timelines and setting goals, and then surprisingly about lemons and cheese. You can follow us on Instagram at larissagalt.author. And LJ underscore writes with two S's. Episodes contain explicit language. So, 2023. 2023. Just yesterday, it felt like 2019. And I was a freshman. Actually, I wasn't a freshman in 2019, so. I don't even remember what grade I was in 2019. I don't remember. I think I was, I was in, hmm. Was I a junior? When did I take physics? I have no idea. Because I took physics. It's all relative. You got to think about one in classes that you take, people that were there, and then you can figure it out. I was still writing the first draft of Breaking Free in 2019. Oh, I think I started it that year. I think I failed Nano in 2019. Um, <laughs> and I know that because I... Friendly jab, <laughs> not much is different. Hey, oh. Friendly, friendly jab, yeah. my dear. Friendly I'm, jab. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. No, this is... I'm already, you know, first episode in and I'm already going to put my mom on blast. Um, I She bought me the poster for the Nano or the poster or the t-shirt or something for the Nano winner in 2019. And that was the year I'd given up halfway through, except she had already bought the t-shirt and was supposed to give it to me as a surprise. And so that when I told her that I had given up and quit, she said, oh, well, this is for you. That is pee comedy. <laughs> and I was like, I am so sorry. And she said, no, I'm sorry. So That's hilarious. That's about my luck oh with my Nano. God. That, is, that is about my luck. I mean, speaking, uh, which, speaking of Nano, we just had one in November, right? Uh, there's going to be another one in April. Yeah. And I think there's like an official camp in July. Uh, there's there's two official camps. It's, it's, it's okay. both April and July. Yeah. See them right now. Yeah. I, I think I enjoy the camps a lot more than actual Nano. Like, I enjoy doing Nano, and, okay, I'm not that bad at Nano. Nano, I have won it once, <laughs> and I think it was 2018, and I think that was... Yes, it. you did, you um, did, you did. But camp was just, camp is just a lot I easier, because you, you get to pick, like, you know, your own word count, which, I mean, you can do that for actual Nano, too, but the whole kind of point of November Nano is to... To do 50,000. Exactly, so... Which I've never done. I've done 30,000 in one month before, mm-hmm. but that was... I couldn't do it again. I mean, any kind of stretch like it's that not for is me. absolutely ridiculous. It's, <laughs> I don't know what I was on in 2018 to be able to write 50,000 <laughs> words, but, and then I chucked that draft. So it's fine. It didn't work out in the end anyway. Yeah. But That's okay though. It's, you spent valuable time developing Crossfire and my lovely husband, Dart. Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. If he even existed back then, I don't know if he did. He did. He's existed from the beginning. It has been Crossfire oh. and Dark from the beginning. He's he's his like actual name has gone through a bunch of different names. But I'm um, sure I have a very embarrassing story for that. But we're gonna save that one for later I because I, I already told one embarrassing story. It, it's, you it's told me it before, changes. but I don't remember. Yeah, it's not very. It's not very special. It's fine. But um. I, okay. I was really re- I, I watched a movie uh, a couple nights ago with my parents and I uh, it was called Wanted. It's uh, what's his face? Um, the guy from X-Men, James. 
McAvoy. I'm butchering his yeah. last name, but yep. it was him and Angelina Jolie and Morgan Freeman. Very, very mid movie. That sounds honestly. interesting. Um, it was a little predictable, but it was pretty good. But it gave me some fresh ideas for Crossfire. So uh-huh. I've been thinking about it a little bit. Will that but, be the um, next whip that Lonnie resurrects from the dead? No, nope, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> oh, that's no, the thing. That, that is, I'm currently working on my mystery whip right now, which I haven't. Which even I don't know anything about, about. Which is so rude. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I need to talk to you about it more. But um, I have, I have shown you the MC. She's very fun. Um, I can't wait to meet her. I'm, I'm. You guys, you guys aren't ready. I don't think I'm ready for this. This is this mystery whip is <laughs> this one's gonna be insane. This is gonna be insane. But anyway, Aren't they all? speaking of whips, how's book two going for you and book three or whatever you're, you're working on right now? So I know we're well. Well, that's a great question. <laughs> um, so yeah, book two is going really good. Um, it's gonna be out in the world super soon. Everybody, uh, I don't have to call it book two anymore because everybody knows what it's called. Rounds of applause in the distant oh, audience. Yeah. We have sound effects. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got this. Wait, do we have sound effects? We got oh, this. God. Perfect. So I would need to work on my timing. The world. <laughs> it will be out in the world soon. Uh, beta reading is gonna be a thing, so Ooh, I don't know if you're interested in that. If you like my books, then I say fun as if I have not already read it, but you know, this is what it is. I'll read it again. <laughs> I'll read it again. <laughs> I'll read it 15 times. Um, but I mean, speaking of book two, the way he broke me in regards to goals and like timelines, mm-hmm. honestly, all I knew was that I wanted to put out book two within a year That's, of putting out Breaking Free. I'm not gonna lie, That's ambitious. That's yeah. That is, it's ambitious, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it. I honestly wasn't. The first time I really dedicated myself to the first draft was I think in March or April mm-hmm. when I did Camp Nano, and I did thirty thousand words. I finished part one out of three parts for the book, all in one month, which was crazy. Damn, and I think yeah. I think doing so much that fast prepared me to finish the rest of it. I finished the entire book, which was 105,000 words at the time of the first draft being done at the end of October, like I think a day or two before Halloween. Oh, nice. Editing is one of my favorite things. I'm in the midst of editing right now and my editor gets it super soon. So it's like, wow, this is becoming real again. Like I have a cover already, not like the final design, but I have the art. It's like, it's... Oh it's slowly materializing before me, and I'm super, super That's excited. That's so cool. I took, uh, I'm not going to lie, when I put out The Fragility of the Town, da- oh, man, I can't even pronounce the name of my own book. The Fragility of a Downpour. <laughs> downpour? Down, downpour. This is going to be the issue I run into. I will butcher every single word that comes out of my mouth. Or to fode, as I <laughs> called the other day, and my dad was like, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, my book. And he was like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah, no. So to phone. The pronunciation of acronyms is a difficult thing. It is. I have it's, to it's a slippery slope. It's fine. Um, but to phone, as I like slope. to call it. Um, dude, we did, we took that so fast. It was ridiculous. I think, I don't remember. I think I published it. It, it published in January 21. And me and Margaret, my co-author, we literally were we had talked about it potentially in like November or December, but we did no writing, no editing, no put it together until I got off of school and until she got off of school. So we did it with all, both during our winter breaks. So I think the writing of the book took a week and a half 
I think it was literally oh a week gosh. and a half. Granted, was that your senior year of high school or your freshman year of college? It would have been 20. I graduated in 21. So it would have been oh, senior, so senior year of senior high year. school. Yeah. Okay. Um, wasn't sure. Yeah. I think it, cause you know, that was I wasn't. was my senior year. Yeah. I wasn't in college yet. So yeah, it definitely would have been senior year, but no, we literally wrote it in about a week and a half. That's crazy. I remember I was like hanging out with my grandparents when I wrote like the last poem that I was going to put in there. Um, and when then we put it all together, we kept it very local. So, you know, we had like one person, one of our friends make the cover and then, you know, a couple people beta and check it, but we didn't do any like external editing. We kind of looked over it ourselves. Our betas were also kind of our editors. So shout out to all of them. And, um, but no, we literally had... I didn't know you back then either. Yeah, no. That's... I didn't get to have this book in my hands until like a year ago. Dude, it doesn't, Christmas. it doesn't even feel, it doesn't even feel like that. It's always kind of been like, I thought you've like always kind of been there. And yeah. I'm just like, I have to think yeah. about it. And I'm yeah. like, no. It's crazy. What? It's so strange. <laughs> crazy. But yeah, I don't think I will ever be able to put a book out that fast. Because I think the whole process in turn took a month. Yep. Which is ridiculous. That's crazy. I will say, granted, it was a little easier considering it was a poetry book. And I think each of us wrote right, like right. What, 20, 30 poems each. And a lot of mine was stockpiled from past. But it's like, I will not yeah, be able same to with do mine. that again. A lot of it was like stockpiled. But I mean, this is this is an extreme contrast from present you who loves to plot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We both plot. Yeah. But I'm amazed that, that that's the same person. Dude. I don't think, I think 2020, 2021, me is not the same person that is talking right now. Oh my God. Honestly, same. I feel that. Cue me. I don't think, I I have not touched, I guess I've touched, I have not officially like written more than one chapter of any whip since January 21. Like it's ridiculous. It will. Okay, but that doesn't, that doesn't count your vibe scenes. That doesn't count vibe scenes. Yeah. That so, so I for have the past written. two years, you've been working on things that aren't necessarily in canon, but you're still learning your characters sure. and you're learning your plot. Oh my god! Okay, hold on. I will be a nerd and pull this up because I have a total word count total for how many words you're gonna show us I've your written this year. I would love to talk about my spreadsheet. We Please will have to do an episode about my spreadsheet because <laughs> this is the most fun I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> but um, I think this year, which has been mostly vibe scenes, considering I have not touched another whip, I have written fifty-two thousand eight hundred and thirty-seven words. In 2022? 2022. Oh my gosh. And they are all vibe scenes. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, most of it is for nuclear. It is 12,000 for nuclear. Um, nuclear. I do love nuclear. And um, I do love them. I love them. Retribution has a lot just because I did try. Retribution is RDB is the next one just because I had a bunch of yep. um, stuff of multiple failed drafts um <laughs> and then i think aftershock and buddy cop are close seconds so um or thirds thirds i guess so but yeah no so you're you're absolutely right i have not touched whips but i have been doing vibe scenes which are still still good i'm still glad it's writing but it's obviously and i love not, reading them so uh, yes. just saying they will i will one of these days will when i when i like publish a whip when I've got something out there, I will then take all of the vibe scenes and make them their own <laughs> little thing. Yes. And that will also, that will probably be, um, yes. if I'm not, because I'm hoping to traditional, to publish traditionally one time, that would be great. But if I do, that the vibe scenes will be self because that's, you know, who wants that? Who wants all yes. that stuff? But 
mood. I have like a gazillion alternate universes, mm. which normally because because my vibe scenes, quote unquote vibe scenes, yeah, are so much more fluffier and the actual <laughs> canon material for my books is uh-huh. not gotcha. Put two and two together. Like most of my quote unquote vibe scenes are alternate universes because yeah. either someone is alive in them that isn't actually alive or someone's happy in them that isn't actually happy at all. Um, so, you know, I have at least like half a manuscript worth of alternate universes. Oh, absolutely. But I don't know if I'll ever publish them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Anyway. I'm going to say that is the most depressing sentence I've ever heard come out of your mouth. The, that I'm never going to publish them? No, no. Well, I mean, yes. But no, the, um, <laughs> the, the people who aren't happy are happy. The fact that it takes eight years <laughs> for your characters to be happy and alive is the most depressing thing I've ever heard. Okay. In my defense, in my defense, most of the alternate universes that I wrote, I wrote them right after I finished Breaking Free. And at the end of Breaking Free, it's quite obvious that no one is happy. Very valid. That's valid. You know, first books in series often leave off on a really low point Mm -hmm. with some glimmer of hope, yes, but not a lot because there are setup books. And so setup in fictional universes often involves trauma. Sorry to say, but it's true. (laughs) Yeah, I, I I get it. I get it, though. I will have to say I'm a little different. I can't say that my books are my whips, the ones that I definitely written or plotted out. But I definitely take a way more angstier turn with my vibe scenes or AUs. But I don't necessarily yeah, give do. them a lot of fluff in the actual canon version either. So <laughs> they're kind of just, just depressed all, all around. Time. At least I have a soft side. Okay, hey, I have very few vibe scenes that are fluffy. So it they do exist they exist it's they just do. they do often. our um our valentine's day collab for i think it turned out to be like almost 8000 words yeah or right around 8000 words with two of our ships that was pretty fluffy that so was, that was nice that was very i really enjoyed that dude that's almost except, except for that one moment in there when um somebody thinks they see oh god oh somebody. my god right <laughs> oh I just remember. Which was my idea, so. That was. Whoops. But hey, it turned out fluffy in the end, so that's all that matters. It did. It was really nice. It was really Dude, fun. We're like we speaking do another one. code with this. This is funny, but um, we, it was, that's almost, that that little collab is almost a year old, also. Like, that'll oh be. Oh my god. That'll be a year old in February. I think we should have a part two. We should definitely make a part oh. two. Oh. Oh my gosh, yes. Absolutely. We totally do. But, yeah, I mean, this year, <sighs> Last last year, so January of 21, was it Jan? Yeah, it would have been Jan. No, no, January of 22. Oh my God, I can't remember years. Um, January of 22, I had told myself that I was going to work on my little cowboy draft, my little cowboy whip through 22. And then I never started in January, continued to not start in the rest of the year. I started a little bit in May, then gave up. And then I started a little bit again in November and then gave up again. This is a somewhat recent development. I guess November was a few months, but still somewhat recent. But um, I don't want to jinx myself, but I'm going to try to do it again. I am um, hopefully, hopefully, what killed me is that I wanted to start on January 1st and I didn't. And, and that kind of set the so mood. So I just got pushed back. Yeah, exactly. It's just I didn't start on January 1st is what really set me off. So 
I'm hoping to get some of that mystery, some of that mystery whip written and done. I've already, that uh, yeah. there is already a prologue for it. Um, so well, look at you go. There is a prologue for it. Um, and that is, that's about all I have. <laughs> look at you go. Getting back on track. We've talked about, we've talked about you plotting and outlining and stuff. Yeah. I think it's an abnormality in our current sphere online to plot. Correct me if I'm wrong, viewers, listeners. Well, you're not viewing. <laughs> um, you know, give us feedback. You know, we'd love to hear what you guys. Absolutely do what if you plot or outline if you're not a writer you know if you have other artistic mediums then you follow us because you think we're funny which i mean obviously we kind of are (laughs) (laughs) but um you know i we'd love to hear what you guys do but i plot and outline like my life depends on it um which makes writing a lot easier for me yeah which i would venture to say is the same for lonnie too Mm -hmm. because once you have a lot of details put down the rest just kind of flows into place a lot of people from my experience talking to people who don't plot they don't plot because they don't want to tie themselves down and or they get new ideas and they change their minds yeah and i'm like you say that as if i don't change my mind like all the time oh absolutely the the, <laughs> you know? the, the plotting is not like it's not one once you write it down like it's that's not rigid. it that's set i've gone through like multiple like outline plots whatever all that stuff and i'll just rip out the page and rewrite oh, yeah. it if there's something that's in there like it's not we plotted the ivankov universe like the series like at least six times from scratch oh absolutely so i mean when i say i plot and i outline like my life depends on it i'm serious but I'm also I also know when not to plot and when not to outline and to just let the juices flow. I'm very much a mood reader. So reading things when I feel like it fits me great. But if I do that with writing, I'd never get anything done. So plotting and outlining gives me some structure that I can follow, even though I can change the structure. It gives me something to follow. I'd rather plot and outline than set goals. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because setting goals is more like a timeline for me. Yeah. Setting broad timelines works. But to say, okay, this word count on this date or these amount of chapters on this date doesn't make as much sense to me. Exactly. When I went into Nano last year to do book two in April, I said, okay, I want to get part one done in a month. I think it's going to be around 30,000 words. That ended up working. Then I took a little bit of a break. In July, I came back to work on part two and three. I didn't know when part two was officially going to end. I just knew the plot point that it was going to end at. It was going to be like the last climax before our final climb, right? Mm -hmm. It was going to be our last, you know, okay, this is really happening. Here's the rest of the book. Yeah. It's crazy. So I didn't know when that was going to happen. I just knew that I wanted to work until I got that plot point reached, no matter what word count it was at. So it depends on the project where it could be more in episodic formats or it could be very long chapters, but few chapters. It you know, it depends on what it is, what works best for you. So that's that's my process. 
Yeah, I think that's where I've, I think nano is exactly where I've run into a few problems is because that like, that daily word count, like that daily word goal really just does not work sometimes. And it's honestly, no hate to nano because I actually do enjoy doing it. But it's such a demotivator sometimes because I'll like, you know, I'll miss a day. And then that's what 1600 words that didn't get done. And then it's, you know, added on to the next day which is and obviously if it works for people it works for people and it worked for 2018 me but 2023 me will not probably do nano because it's i don't i just i, I can't don't think i'll do it do again that. honestly i may do a camp again sometime but that might be the extent of it and that just could be for you know hey i just want to hit like a smaller goal or something and have you know instead of 1600 yeah. have 500 words a day which is much more reasonable than you know doing a thousand but I just I think I need to I need to do a little bit more of goals and like having pseudo deadlines, but not having them so right. inflexible, inflexible, inflexible. I'll keep it um, inflexible that it's not like uh, it's not like, a, oh, hey, you know, something came up and I can't do this. I got to move this a little bit. So I that's the perfect transition into why I love my reminders app. I love yes, that ma'am. thing. I am obsessed with it. I'm and just going to be quiet for a few minutes, guys. Uh, don't mind me. Yeah, no. She's going to talk about her reminders app. Go love ahead. my reminders app. So Apple Reminders <laughs> is the best app I've ever downloaded in my entire life. I didn't even download it. It was just on my phone. And I love it. I How quite li- oh, Right? I quite literally have my entire life on that app. And it is with my failing memory, it is the only way that I get anything done and it's really useful especially when it comes to a lot of writing stuff and just a lot of stuff that I do in general like trying to manage an account and writing on top of school and work and volunteering and all that stuff it's a really easy way to do, this is not oh my god this sounds like an ad for Apple you know what if Apple if, if I could get a sponsorship from Apple that would be fantastic feel free to sponsor yeah Apple anytime anytime dude but uh, Steve Jobs wait is we he don't have iPhones is Steve Max, Jobs alive well, anymore? You don't like Max. I, don't think, I think he died. I don't know now. Who died? Steve Jobs? Yeah, he's dead. Okay, never mind. Ignore that, Steve Jobs. He's definitely um, dead. I never remember that he's dead. But anyway, so yeah, I really, I used to do a thing where I would have like a little goal in there to like write daily and all that stuff. And every time I checked off that reminder, that was very nice. But nine times out of 10, I did not check off that reminder. Yeah. And it works when it works, it works. But the same thing that I ran into with Nano is like, if something happens and I don't hit that if I don't check off that reminder that I wrote that day, even even if I didn't get a chance. Up. Yeah. And then it just moves on to the next day and moves on to the next day. And it's like, man, I haven't – then next thing I know, I haven't written in two weeks. And I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't written in two weeks. So I need to I need to switch instead of doing some of those more daily reminders and have a little broader reminders and just have – use them as reminders and not tasks. Like a reminder of, hey, you know – Work on this sometime this That's week. That's a really good way of thinking about it. Yeah. Because yeah. I oh, use my it. Voice just <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> it's uh no, I, I agree. It's it's a little different of thinking about it, but it's it's I use it as both tasks and reminders, but I need to switch some of the writing stuff over to just purely reminders instead of, hey, do this now. Cause that it's I'm not gonna get it's not gonna get done if I just, you know, think about it all the time. So Yeah, for sure. For sure, you got to actually put the pen to the paper, proverbially speaking. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and get stuff done, you know? Absolutely. Hop on that thing, look at that open, that blank document. Oh, my God. Ugh. And stare at it and then actually write it. Absolutely. 
but one of these days we will be doing an episode on microsoft word versus google docs absolutely so stay tuned for that mm-hmm. both of us are avid microsoft users oh yeah no. We love our Office 365 subscriptions. Oh, absolutely. Docs does very much have its perks, but it's it it's does, Word it all does. the way, baby. It's a Word all the way. Bust. I totally agree. Now, okay, so some people don't set goals until, you know, a few weeks have passed into a new year, for example. So, yeah. I mean, this is January 6th. Like, this is pretty fresh. Only six days have passed. Um, there is lots more room for things to go wrong, Right. Spring semesters haven't started yet, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Which, ugh, gross now I thought about it. Anyway, yeah. but now some people wait to see what the new year looks like before they set goals, you know. See what lemons that life gives you. It's a lot easier, right, for middle schoolers and high schoolers who are writers to make plans and flush out entire novels because they don't have to support themselves. But, like, full-time adults, right? Mm. <laughs> full-time adults. Full-time adults. I think you can be a part-time adult. Absolutely. But, like, if you have a full-time job, it's going to be more difficult to set up rigid goals. Absolutely. You know, if you're a parent, for mm. example. God bless you. Truly. <laughs> Absolutely. Like... You're doing a wonderful job of bringing in new people into this world and raising them to be lovely members of society, but it's hard to do that and write entire books at the same time. Absolutely. It's all relative. For sure. And that's where a lot of the fluidity of like keeping goals and all that stuff is, because exactly if you can have if you can set yourself hard deadlines and meet them. Oh, my God, you're incredible. And you have all of my respect. But a lot of times when it comes to stuff, if you got a job, if you got kids, if you've got stuff, even even in high school, some of those dude, some of those AP classes. Oh, my God. You take college courses and all that stuff. It's ridiculous. That's I. So I enjoy the idea of setting goals, but they have got to be flexible because it's I agree. It's going to be too much stress on yourself if you try to do all the stuff that life already throws at you and have a hard deadline for it. It's just, it's ridiculous. And especially even so in college. Oh yeah. Um, we're both full-time college students. Amen. Our spring semesters are going to start in a few weeks. I'm graduating with my associates in the spring. So like life's crazy. Things are crazy. Um, Next year, I can't see being much better because God knows what I'll be doing. Oh, for sure. But my older sister will graduate college with a bachelor's, and my younger sister will be graduating high school. Oh, my so God. So even though I won't be busy, they're going to be busy. Oh, yeah. You know, like, if you're living at home, it's going to be a lot harder to carve out your own time if you have time to spend with your family, as opposed to if it's just a dorm room or a roommate or if you're living on your own. So, for sure. Like, you got to give yourself grace with... In, you know, you got to forgive yourself if you don't meet your super rigid goals. Like, you got to let yourself fail sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it sucks and it hurts sometimes, but failing is the part. Cue me failing every draft so far of RTB. And that's why I gave <laughs> up. But it's 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 like a temporary thing. So, you know, it's it's not the end of the world if one doesn't get done or if you don't hit that deadline because you can just move it or you can make another one. Like, there's nothing saying that you can't just make a new deadline. Right, and, right. And timelines, too. You can, exactly. you can know future possible release dates, right? I said earlier that I wanted to do book two within a year of book one. Mm-hmm. That was the timeline that I worked off of, and I worked backwards. I said, okay, so if I need this time for publishing, if I need this time for editing, if I need this time for drafting, when do I need to start? 
And I was like, okay, I got to start now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I did. And I mean, here I am. Exactly. And you know what? If, if at the end of this, if at the end of this year, not even a full draft, because that was my, that was my problem with 22. Yeah. 22, 21, 22, whatever it was. I don't even want a full draft. If I can get more than 10 chapters of something or 10 somewhat chapter-ish things, you know, the gist, I will be happy just out of this year at any point of time. Because with the way that all of the stuff that I'm doing in life right now, I will be happy to just get past chapter two. <laughs> so that yep, is, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. And if by some miracle I pull through with an entire draft by the end of this year, I, I'll I be all for it. I'll be all for it. I will too. But that'll it's gonna be super fun. Absolutely. I think we need to everybody needs to work on having some type of goals, but like we said, dude, they gotta be flexible. Because shit happens. It does. Life happens. <laughs> right? <laughs> Life happens. It's Life gives you lemons and you just have to you just have to work with it. Exactly. I I love that so much. I also just really like lemons, so you know. It is what it is. I, I dislike lemons immensely. Oh, that's that's sorry. That'll be a conversation for another day then because sorry, nope. LDF. Nope. Oh yeah, LDF. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll 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 have all the lemons and we'll leave Larissa out, so it's fine. But I'll I'll share my lemons with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll then share. When I make lemonade, if you like lemonade, I'll give you some, but otherwise I do it's love fun. lemonade. Okay, then I'll give you some lemonade then. But I'll keep the awesome. I'll keep the extra lemons. But. In case anyone doesn't understand that reference, Lauren D. Falter, she's a indie author here on Instagram that we both of us are quite good friends with. She's she's a gem, really. I don't know why lemons are significant to her fictional universe. I'm not either. Questions, Actually, no. because uh, full disclosure, I have not gotten past like six or seven chapters, and I've had the book for almost for over a year now. Mm -hmm. But I just know that lemons are important, so. And they're funny. I do. So I, I love a lemon. I love a solid lemon. But lemons, lemons is lemons is lemons <laughs> are a good way to go. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. That's my final statement. End of the thing. End of the show. That's <laughs> lemons it. Lemons are a good way to go. Lemons are a good way to go. That's it. I'm here. That's that's my ending. That's my ending. That put that on my gravestone. That's all I need. There was some other thought that I had about lemons, and now I I don't remember it. Oh no. Um. Oh yeah. Like lemons are to tuck. Like cheese is to breaking free. Like there's no real significance. There's no like real oh, connection. I think, okay. but it's just funny. Yeah, Does that makes sense. No, I'm here anyway, for it. If you like cheese and you like spy books, if you like action things, then you should you should, book you should go check out you breaking like it. free. Yeah, and there's if, lots of food mentioned. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I love food. Me too. And if you like weird books with weirdly pronounced acronyms, go check out Tafod, The Fragility of a Town Downpour, that I cannot say downpour for, for the life of me. Oh, my God. All right. Go check out my poetry book. It's on Amazon. You, it's, that, is, that is what it is. But that is what it is. It is what it is. Thanks for listening. You can give us a follow over on Twitter at BNHD, the book's pod, behind without the vowels, for live updates and contact with us. And you can rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to support me on Instagram, you can find me at larissagault.author in my books and links at www.larissagaultauthor.com.
gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at LJ underscore rights with two S's. This podcast is hosted by Larissa Galt and LJ Elizabeth. Edited by LJ Elizabeth. With music by Larissa Galt. Logo is designed by Susan Markloff.